0: Hello, everybody. Happy November 15th. It's Tuesday afternoon. I'm Dave Neal, and this is Bachelor Rush Hour. Hope everyone's having a fantastic day today. The work week is closer to Friday than it was yesterday, but not quite over that hump yet. We're here to bring to you all of the Bachelor Nation news stories of the day, along with some other entertainment news as always, it's your boy, Dave Neal. Let's get right into it. First, I wanted to start by thanking everyone for leaving such positive and kind reviews for the new podcast. It's week three, baby. We're bringing this thing daily with your help, your support. Everyone who follows, likes, shares is helping make this a permanent fixture within the arsenal of content. Mama Mia 87 wrote the other day, great podcast for a full-time working mother of two. This is everything. I don't have time to listen to every podcast to keep up with everything happening in Bachelor Nation. Dave does a great job of taking clips of everything and combining it all into under an hour to listen to on my way home from work. Definitely worth a subscribe. Thank you. Mamma Mia. So as we know, tonight is another episode of Bachelor in Paradise. We'll be live streaming the after show tonight, uh, East Coast time, 10 p.m. East Coast, 7 p.m. Pacific, but also... Last night we had Bachelor in Paradise, so we have a recap up. My first video clip today for you guys will be my recap of last night's episode of Bachelor in Paradise. Then after that, I'm going to share with you um, another video, which uh, the audio of a video, which will be Gabby Windy being interviewed by Us Weekly, explaining why she broke up with Eric Schwerer. Two other stories to jump into before we get into bachelor news. Jay Leno says he suffered third degree burns and may need skin grafts after a car fire. How horrifying this was dropped by yes this was dropped yesterday on TMC. Jay Leno says he suffered third degree burns and may need skin grafts. A scary incident happened at his garage. The famed comedian and former host of The Tonight Show spoke to TMZ from the hospital bed and told the outlet that he was in the middle of working on his 1907 white steam car over the weekend, fixing a clogged fuel line. Problem was, TMZ reported a fuel leak triggered gasoline to spray on his face and hands. How horrifying. Uh, Wishing Jay Leno the best. Hope he's okay after this explosion. He said it did not burn his eyes or ears. The comedian is expected to be hospitalized for up to 10 days. So that's pretty horrifying. We know he's a huge car fan. And that's a car that's, uh, what, 115 years old. So, um, gosh, and I wonder if there's security footage of that. How frightening. All right, in our other story, less serious, but just as dramatic, Pete Davidson is seeing Emily Radikowski after Kim Kardashian split, sources say. Pete Davidson, always uh, on the prowl, apparently. Pete Davidson, ET Online says, has a new romance in his life. Emily Ratajkowski, the 28-year-old comedian and 31-year-old model actress, are seeing each other, a source confirms to ET. Pete and Emily have known each other for a while because they run in similar circles. They've always had a good time together and liked each other. More recently, they have spent one-on-one time with each other, and things have become flirtatious between them. You could say there are blurred lines. If you know what I mean, that's a Robin Thicke pun. Blurred lines. She was the star of his music video. All right, and in other news, let's talk. Let's talk Dancing with the Stars. Last night was the semi finale, and um, it was a wild, wild episode where we had perfect tens given to Charlie Dimilio and Gabby Windy. I gotta say though, it's Charlie's uh, season to lose. Charlie Dimilio, eighteen years young, TikTok global sensation, is just insanely talented on the dance floor and people say wow well, she's got all this dance experience i don't care what she has or where she came from she is a force to be reckoned with just amazing out there destroyed the Paso Doble, and also I believe the Viennese Waltz. Just incredible. Other contestants that are hanging in there, um, let's see, who was voted off last night? We had uh, Daniel, um, who is the deaf contestant, uh, won an Oscar for CODA. Check me if I have any of this wrong. He was a fan favorite all season. And then Trevor Donovan, do I have that right, who had no dance experience, which of course it's good to watch Dancing with the Stars, and see contestants that had no experience actually come in there versus those the Gabby Windies who you were know, what you know uh studied dance and Wayne Brady he's in the finals now, of course, he was on Broadway, and he's a lifelong performer, so very interesting to watch this season. I have to say, you guys know I've said this before, and I'll say it again. The show has never been better. There are no commercial breaks now, it's on Disney plus, and it's fascinating to watch without all the extra you know uh, you know nonsense of commercials every four minutes. The other big news last night was that Glenn, um, uh, what's his name? Glenn, Glenn, Len Goodman announced his retirement. He is a living legend and has hosted the show for nearly 20 years here. And he is announcing this will be his last season next week, his final episode. Maybe he'll come back for some guest appearances, but either way says he wants to spend more time with his kids, uh, over there in, um, England, I'm assuming, uh, his grandkids, uh, probably great grandkids at this point. Anyway. So, um, A lot of news in the Dancing with the Stars world. If you, uh, you know, it's one of those shows, a lot of people, it's, it's a different commodity than Bachelor. Bachelor commodifies drama, tea, heartbreak jealousy uh, double crossing each other Dancing with the Stars is the exact opposite it is a palate cleanser of all palate cleansers Dancing with the Stars champions the resolve of humanity to overcome whatever obstacles you have to fight through whatever emotional blockages you have to be artistic in the face of the nation while performing live doing something you're not used to doing there is no better show out there that shows what can be accomplished when you put your mind and energy and heart into something than Dancing with the Stars. Absolutely love that show. But without further ado, here's our recap of Bachelor in Paradise from last night's episode. All right, the whole beach is sad that Rodney and Eliza broke up. I'm sure people are losing their minds being on the beach this long. Look, it's a psychological game, folks. It's a psychological game out there. They literally don't have social media or jobs or anything to do. There's only so many jump squats you can do before you just want to hang out under a pillow. The sun's not even out. They're sick of the salt water. Brandon breaks down. He says his boy was for once as happy as hell, that being Rodney. Serene says he deserves someone who won't look for something better. And, of course, that being... Eliza as she sort of looks for uh Justin back in Baltimore. Let's go to Baltimore. Eliza shows up. Give her credit. She likes him enough to go to Baltimore, That's right. She's like, oh, boy. Justin opens the door, shocked, speechless. My guess is he knew she was coming. Of course, the producers weren't going to just surprise him. This isn't pub- in a publishing clearinghouse. He didn't win a, a lottery. They didn't have a giant check. Um, so he knew somebody was showing up. She tells him when he came to the beach, everything changed. Justin's like, I haven't even unpacked yet. He looks exhausted. I can imagine how exhausting paradise must be. He's probably excited to just hop on Tinder and meet a girl privately. You know what I mean? He's like, oh boy, I don't have to deal with cameras anymore. I can just go home and get some strange. And then they're like, hello, how are you? He's like, really? You came to Baltimore? This is my MySpace. Justin tells Eliza he wants someone who chooses him, and, of course, she chose Rodney, although now she's choosing him, but he's like, yeah, yeah, but I want you to choose me right away. Yikes. He says maybe it's time he chooses himself, and he starts, like, spouting, you know, Taylor Swift lyrics, you know, this is about me, you know, this is my Romeo and Juliet, this is my Romeo and Justin, I don't know, whatever. He says, uh, you know, teardrops on my guitar, he starts playing the whole list, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean, Tim McGraw, he says, uh, our song is of every, okay, you get it, yes, that's right, I'm a Swifty. Oh boy, if you're Taylor Swift and you drop a documentary, I'm watching it. I find her fascinating. He says, I know this isn't what you wanted to hear. She's like, well, I guess I'll just go to a Baltimore Orioles game alone. You know what I mean? The kiss cam's going to be on me and I'll just like have to make out with the mascot. This is just the perfect example of a guy not being into you. Look, you came to Baltimore to find out he wasn't that into you. All right. Now, you know, fair enough. All right. And it probably helps her edit look a little bit better. At least she followed her heart. All right. Mara shows up. Remember Mara, Marinara and whatever. She's hoping to arrive. Uh, All we need is a couple of breadsticks to go along with this uh, marinara sauce we have here. She's hoping to arrive to positive vibes. Jesse says, better late than never. And it's like, really? Uh, Except when everyone's sunburnt and sad. (laughs) That'd be a fun podcast. Sunburnt and sad. You just interview people at the airport leaving vacation. (laughs) You know, they're like, I got to go back to my stupid job with my stupid family. Sunburnt and sad. Subscribe now. Um, no, no one even greets her when she gets there. She's, she's like, is Andrew around? He's like, yo, what, what do you want? Andrew says he thinks he's in a relationship. It's like, if you think you aren't, he's like, I think I'm, I think I'm dating someone. It's like, "Are, are you? Mara, Mara chats with Logan. She inquires about a date. He says, "As fun as it would be, there's been a thousand love triangles." He tells her his prayers are with her. Yeah, you never. It's never sexy when the good Lord is brought up as a reason to reject. someone. he's like, "Look, my prayers are with you. Um, you know, uh, you know, let's get down on our knees. Uh, and uh, no, not, not, not that way. You know, all right. Um, <clears throat> it's an early morning, folks." Mara tries Justin, the younger twin. He agrees to a date. Mara says, F it, let's play. Look, I love the energy. She's like, F it, let's play. Let's go for it. Whatever, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, the, 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 uh, the idea of uh, being 33 and being a cougar to me is a little odd because, you know, 33 is still very young. You know, we always think someone's old until we get to that age. It's like, I used to remember when I was like 24 is so old. I remember my cousin was 24 and I was like 19. It was like, oh my gosh, 24 is so old. I never want to turn 24. The key to aging is to always find someone older than you and be like, at least I'm not that age. You know what I mean? That's the key to aging. Always have one younger friend you can hang out with or no no one older friend. That way they're like, oh man. And being 40 is tough. You're like, I wouldn't know. I'm only 37 and a half. Um, All right. uh, uh, Mara is taking Flo's guy on a date, the young twin. Um, Mara says, competition never hurt anybody. And then Flo goes, no one said anything about competition. Um, So there they are, of course. Mara and Justin go on a date to learn the art of the churro. The human churros. I love churros, by the way. Look, if you aren't familiar with my love for churros, I love churros so much, I brought the churros to my wedding. That's right. Oh, my churros right there. Oh, my. Hold on. We need the oh, my button here. When we, Whenever we do sex and churros, oh, that's it, God. folks. So, yeah, we brought the churros to the wedding. Have a watch here. This was my, my, my churro uh, day at the wedding here. You'll see. They just literally show up and make customized churros. They have chocolates and caramels and cinnamon. Oh, my. Right on the beach. Right there. They're whipping them up. Uh, literally, the most exciting thing other than marrying my bride right there was getting a churro. Anyway. No one else cares. Maybe you're hungry now. You should be. All right, let's get into it. Churros are nectar, okay? Churros literally are nectar. They'll give you a cavity. Mara and Justin go on a date. They learn churros. Mara, Mara butters up Justin figuratively metaphorically and physically. I think the whole the whole lot. She 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 gets to know all of his ins and outs, if you know what I mean. She puts some of her cinnamon on his um, churro stick. Okay, folks, it's a family show. Back at the beach, Victoria tells Johnny she really likes him, and it's weird because she didn't expect this. She says she can see him being her forever person. Johnny tells Victoria his little brother's in prison. He didn't want to tell her and freak her out, so she knows now that he's got some family doing a hard time, which is a bummer. You know, I'd love to know that storyline more, but it's always sensitive to bring your family into uh, the mess that you arrive on at the beach. Uh, boy, that's going to be a hard conversation when he gets out of jail. He's, he, Johnny's going to be like, Hey, how was jail? He was like prison. Well, you know, how was the beach? That's the real prison. Kate tells the girls here is fun, but, to- uh, uh, but, uh, Who's fun? Oh, Paradise is fun, but it's totally different in the real world. That's what Kate tells the girls. She's like, it's fun now, but it's only going to get worse. So we follow the Logan storyline, uh, right? And, um, you know, the, the whole Logan storyline is kind of sad if you ask me. Uh, Michael tells Logan that Kate could have handled it better when she told Logan he needs to step it up. While She's like, you need to step it up, and then gave him the rose. It's like, what? So... Um, Kate lives in this world where like the real world's tough. This, it's not all rosy on the beach. And it's like, why, what is What is that? Can't, can't life be enjoyable while you also, you know, make, make a living and do other things. Not everything. Ha- yeah. Sure. There's sacrifice and hard work and all that. Absolutely. But life doesn't have to be miserable, Kate. Kate says Logan drives an orange Honda, has a broken phone, and is a dog walker. Kate says she is a wower and wants to be wowed. So clearly she's unimpressed by his um, life choices. Logan tells Kate that he was hurt by her saying step it up because he thought they had a good week and wanted to find the positive to celebrate versus the warnings. You know what I mean? She apologizes if it felt like she was critiquing him. She says the growth they had was driven by her steering the ship. Logan says the idea of her steering the ship isn't true. Ding, ding, ding. Gloves off. We've got to fight. Director like, all oh, the cameras down to the beach. You know what I mean? We have a disagreement. He says, did it not carry any weight for you that I told the group you were mine? She says, don't put words in my mouth. And I'm like, well, this is a question. He asked her, a que- it might've been rhetorical, but he asked her a question. So he, a- he didn't put words in your mouth so much as he put a question mark in your mouth. She says she wants him to fight for her. He, ex- he, he says, um... He's like, explain the fight you would like me to do. So then they smooch after the fight. Then Flo starts to pack her bags to leave, and Justin says, let's chat before you pack. Justin tells Flo he had a good date with Mara, but would rather pursue his connection with Flo. Then Justin dumps Mara, says he had an attraction to her, but better connection with Flo. So that just goes to show that love isn't always built at the churro bar, okay? Just goes to show that the churro is only, it, the churro is just like sugar. It feels good on your lips, but it doesn't have a lasting of you know effect. Mara calls Justin wishy-washy it's like yeah he's 23 he's a club promoter he's the definition of wishy-washy let the man be wishy-washy till he turns 27 and a half Mara calls on that's how. That's what you get you get to be wishy-washy till you're late 20s then be less wishy a little more washy Mara calls on Jen to take a shot with her and here come the tears of course she's like alright we gotta do shots so that's what they do hey look is there no better place to get dumped than Paradise they literally get to serve you tequila and hot? Did you see that they brought out a hot pizza for her? It's like you get dumped, you get a slice of pizza. That's nice. Um, NC arrives from Clayton season. We have NC. NC arrives, and then um, she pulls Andrew aside to chat. Hold on, we got to go back to the beginning here. Where's the? There it is. She's on the left. She pulls. Andrew aside to chat. Then Lindsay Wyndham walks onto the beach. Wyndham's on the right. She's the bachelor version of Paris Hilton, except I don't know if Lindsay's heir to the Wyndham fortune. You know, Lindsay Wyndham you know, Paris Hilton. Yes, Paris Hilton is the heir to the Hilton fortune. Uh, Privilege, Lindsay asks Logan to talk. Logan is officially the most desirable bachelor on the beach. Judging by how many people want to chat him up, she asks if he would be open to going on a date. He says he would have to talk to Kate first, says these situations get messy. And just the idea that he said he was open to a date was just like, oh boy, Andrew agrees to go on a date with NC. Lindsay asks Logan to go on the date in front of the whole group. Kate says, am I insane for feeling whiplash that Logan is entertaining the idea of going on a date with her? Johnny says, maybe Kate should let Logan do his thing. I think Logan should cut his losses with Kate. Red flag city. He calls her critical, says she looks down on him. Logan spins it around on her, says she went on a date with another guy. Uh, She tells Logan she doesn't want him to go. She says Logan is resentful about her date with Hayden. Logan, take my advice. You've burnt your bridge with Kate. Move on, please. Logan speaks with Lindsay, says he's sorry to put her in that position and says no to her date. And I'm like, oh no, there were so many more positions you could have put her in. Lindsay tells, uh Lindsay decides to go home, and it's such a bummer she arrived too late. That's not on her, that's the producer's fault. I think Lindsay would have been a great date for Logan, but he's all in on Kate, and we'll have to see how that goes. Andrew and NC have a blast on their date. They have a fun time. Um Andrew says there's an immediate connection and they click romantically right off the bat. They do um, oysters, which are just jello shots for rich people. Andrew dumps Jasenia, says she deserves more than he can give. She says it feels like he is disconnected from it all. Jenya says she's surprised Andrew has the mental capacity to go on another date. Jasenia, maybe he's not disconnected from it all. Maybe he's just not that into you. You know what I mean? Hey, that, that could be the honest truth. He was bored with you. Logan is still having a hard time with Kate, says he's drained from the situation he has put himself in. He wants to get back to fun he says he hopes no more women walk down the stairs oh boy he's like please no more ladies and then uh, Gabby and Rachel are like hello oh boy big deal for the beach they aren't a threat so it's a welcome surprise because at this point they're both engaged boy a lot can happen in a month Logan says I thought I left those relationships out at sea he's like I left that on the cruise with the diarrhea from the food they feed me Tyler (laughs) sees Rachel on the beach first time since they broke up Logan says he disappeared after dating Gabby due to illness. Oh, the good old days of Logan conspiracy theories. How did he go? Where did he go? Logan disappeared. But he's back on the beach. Uh, At this point, so technically he never broke up with Gabby. They might still be together at this point, you know, because he got he got the old Covey and then uh, and then bounced off to Amsterdam Uh, because Amsterdam solves the covid. You just go to the red light district. You have a little uh, one hour massage, smoke a little uh, a little uh, hash hashish, and then you're good. Right. That's how you cure covid in Europe. At this point, you know, you have a churro. You're good to go. At this point, Gabby and Rachel show off their engagement rings, which have since been repoed by Neil Lane himself. He's like, those have to go. You cannot have those. All right, and stay tuned tomorrow for the next Bachelor in Paradise recap. That's right, we're giving them to you every day. I don't even think you need to see these things at this point. The the, the photos I use don't do it justice. So I kind of like the podcast. So let's see that. Imagination take flight as we talk our way through traffic. In our next video, speaking of talking her way through uh, relationship traffic, we've got a rear-ending, uh, not a metaphor, or maybe it is, of Gabby uh, finally addressing her breakup with Eric Schwerer. It was reported... Two weeks ago that her and Eric broke up, but then they never confirmed it. So we were, people were like, are the sources real? Are they good? Well, as Gabby teased it yesterday, she discusses her breakup in her package today on Dancing with the Stars, or I should say on last night's Dancing with the Stars episode, and then has an interview with Us Weekly after the show. So she actually shares more with Us Weekly. Here's the clip of that conversation. So we've got for you guys this interview I'm going to play, this two and a half minute interview where she says she's trying to move forward after her breakup with Eric. But first, here's what she said during last night's episode. She said the, because of course, you know, Dancing with the Stars, the whole uh, semifinals is about love. So of course, she she wanted to address heartbreak as part of her experience. She said in her package on Dancing with the Stars, the end of our relationship happened because we weren't completely in step and in sync with each other in our common goals or just the way we approached life. Uh, Despite her recent split, the Illinois native chose to focus on the positive examples of love she has in her life. She said, I'm just so grateful that my dad and my stepmom encompass so so many fundamentals and values that I look for in a relationship like never placing blame. I want to channel that kind of everlasting love in this dance. All right. So does that mean that the relationship was placing a lot of blame? I'm not really sure. I doubt that. I doubt. I wouldn't look into it that far. She said this. When I met you, I like immediately was on 100% myself. This is what she said to Eric. I've never met anybody that I felt that comfortable with, that deep of a connection. I felt like I really knew you for years, she said. uh, "Eric, I'm sorry, that's what Eric said in his proposal, which was featured on the September finale of the ABC dating series. I didn't know it, but I had met my soulmate. You are the most amazing person I've ever met. It's you and me until the wheels fall off. I'm head over heels in love with you, and I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Well, you could say that the wheels have fallen off. So right before I share the interview that Gabby did last night, here's just what she had to say. A short month ago, in the same city. Yeah, See, yeah. that's a reality show I would watch. <laughs> <laughs> this, of course, feel right, Gabby. Does everything feel right? It doesn't feel like you were pressured into it
1: No, yeah, I don't know. There's just,
0: there's... All right, so we have Ryan Seacrest saying it didn't feel like you were pressured into it. So they're obviously in the know, Ryan Seacrest, and it's kind of not fair because obviously there's a little bit of a circus that has to be played. There's a performance art to the show. No, we're engaged. Of course it's true love. You cross your fingers and hope that you're right, but statistically speaking, a very small portion of people are right. So it might seem cynical for Ryan Seacrest to be asking, this but it's like just either if you're gonna have them on the show for their fluff piece let them say they're in love and then they're gonna break up a month later but you know kelly and ryan of course believe in the sanctity of marriage so they go are you sure you sure you weren't pressured into this
1: there's a reason why I like him so much. I don't know why I love him, I guess you could say. What, what, are the <laughs> but, things?
0: Yeah. What, what are the things? She said, I love him, I guess you could say. So that was just a month ago. The wheels fell off. Here's what she said last night, finally addressing her breakup with Eric.
1: A friendship with Val and just a way to really express myself, you know, through dance and, and for that not as a distraction, but a way to help me process. Congratulations on such an unbelievable night. Two amazing dances. And I know, Gabby, you opened up about about what you've been going through over the past couple weeks. I mean, how difficult has it been dealing with a breakup in the public eye, dancing, and are you and Eric on good terms? yeah it was it was hard um thank you for acknowledging that and ultimately i'm just grateful that you know i was able to do it on my own terms and when i was ready it was just a new experience overall being so public and being thrown into this so um yeah i think now it's just kind of trying to move
0: forward so no mention of eric sure whatsoever she said you know how is it for you guys are you still friends and she doesn't mention him now of course gabby's got a um a, a diverse mind that probably jumps all over the place as we know we've seen her answer other questions before that she's a little flighty which is fine totally fine so rather than press her on that maybe she just forgot to answer that part or maybe they're not in good in a good place how has dance helped your breakup yeah,
1: Val speaks to this a lot. I think dance is, you know, he says it, a form of therapy just because you get to let your emotions really move through your body. Um, I think first dance is a creative expression and then second and, and what is the word, athletic? It's a sport, yeah, yeah, it, takes, yeah. it takes a lot of muscle, which is the part I hate.
0: The thing I'll I'll say about dance is I have a very unique sort of situation that happened in this last month. It's the month, uh, I got married a month ago, um, October 15th, and my fiance at the time, Tasha and I decided to take um, professional ballroom classes about a week and a half before the wedding. And we did it with an amazing guy named Jared, who actually has studied with the same Dancing with the Stars pros and has worked with Dancing with Stars pros. He was a professional ballroom dancer. And what my fiance at the time, Tasha, my now wife and I learned was a new way of communicating because you're communicating through mind, body, and soul. And the body communicates in a different way. We're used to just Saying what we think or having brash emotions or being reactionary. But when you dance, especially with your partner, you're learning to be kind and to lead and to listen in ways that probably weren't tools we had ever worked on before. So it was because I'm a talker, obviously, I like to talk, uh, but dancing Doing the physical was a whole different expression. I recommend dance classes for any couples out there that would like to find new ways to communicate with their partner. In Gabby's situation, it's more recovering from breakup where she's able to have a meditative moment where dance is so complicated how could she possibly ruminate over her breakup of course when they when you go through a breakup it's very painful the last thing you want to do is have too much free time to overthink things you want to move forward as you know not not necessarily forget your breakup or, or, um, or, or sweep it under the rug but you want to move forward with life and Gabby's in the best place possible where she's got all these new opportunities as far as dance go.
1: But um, I think there is a lot of, you know, therapeutic resolve in it. Yeah.
0: Has dance been a distraction since the breakup?
1: Yeah, so I don't know um, if distraction is the right word, because, you know, you have to process it anyways. But I'm grateful for a friendship with Val and just a way to really express myself, you know, through dance. and, And for that, not as a distraction, but a way to help me process.
0: What does it mean to be in the finale?
1: Oh gosh, it means so many things, but mostly that like my wildest dreams are coming true and just another opportunity to dance with Val and on this platform. So it means everything.
0: I'm going to go into more detail about Dancing with the Stars on today's podcast, Bachelor Rush Hour, because I have had such a blast watching Dancing with the Stars. So if you want some of that content, that'll be on today's Bachelor Rush Hour podcast. How do you feel about facing off against charlie d'amelio in the finale the take um off? well
1: you just gave me the chills so thanks for nothing but <laughs> <laughs> um i honestly i'm excited and i'm excited for just another chance to dance with val in a different way with the freestyle there's lots more room i think for creativity so really just stay true to us and how we know each other you know in dance in our relationship and show a different side of us so i'm excited for more so
0: there new- it is um uh, the question will Gabby win the Miraball trophy? I will give you my prediction on today's Bachelor rush hour. If you haven't been following it, I'll help catch you up. Uh so yeah, she she uh, you know, she did what uh what you know, they tell you to do. She didn't talk about her anything personal. She talks about moving forward and all those platitudes. And I guess the question will be where does Eric fall in all of this? I'm going to take a quick look here at his Instagram. You know, it became very traditional to post these Instagram uh, sort of, um, I don't know, uh, you know, breakup statements. And, you know, it still happens. We still have that happening with uh, with Clayton and Susie. But in this case, she, uh, Gabby opts to just not address it until it's on her own terms on the show. And, of course, I wanted to address it with all eyeballs on her. Uh, Eric posts a roller coaster of emotion three days ago, and, um, Uh, Someone had said, I hope that when Gabby's time on Dancing with the Stars ends, you two can spend time together and rekindle your initial feelings. No, the wheels have fallen off. That's not going to happen. The relationship is over and we'll have to see what Eric does next. I'm seeing no status update, no response from Eric. I'm sure eventually he'll be speaking about it on podcasts. We will be here to cover it. Let me know what you guys think. More content coming your way. Also, if you uh, wanted to know, I know a lot of people have been asking, my stand-up show updates are as follows. Wednesday, I'll be in Cincinnati, November 23rd. Next Wednesday, Cincinnati at Go Bananas. And then that Saturday after Thanksgiving, Saturday, November 26th, I have a fun show at Rejects Beer Company in Newport, Rhode Island. And then the following week, Thursday and Friday, I've got shows in New York City. And if you're still listening and you're like, Dave, I want more content, I have a Logan video that I'm not going to share with you guys here because it's very uh, it's very TikTok and visually driven. But it, Logan responded through a QA and a to uh, sort of uh, some of the shame he's been receiving for being, quote unquote, poor by uh, Kate, Kate, his, uh, quote unquote, beach girlfriend on the show so that video is up on the channel otherwise that's it for the podcast i've been dave neal and this has been bachelor rush